listening to the Gesher Podcast, the place where the Jewish and evangelical Christian communities come together to talk about the things that matter. I'm your host, Ty Perry, ministry representative for the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry here in sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks for joining me. A while back, I was asked by a listener to share the story of how I became a supporter of Israel and a friend of the Jewish people. Honestly, I wasn't sure that it would be of much interest to listeners, but I noticed recently during speaking engagements in churches throughout the Midwest that one question kept coming up. How did you get involved in all of this? So I'm convinced, and I want to share my story with you today. I grew up in a very small town in Michigan, a village actually, called Cass City. In high school, I decided to compile a book about the history of Cass City and began interviewing longtime residents of the area to help me in my research. One such person was Frank Morris, an elderly man who had grown up in the town but who had lived in London, Ontario for several years. As we corresponded, it became clear that we had far more in common than just being from the same town. Like me, Frank was a Bible-believing Christian. At the time, I was a 15-year-old kid with a lot to learn. But Frank, at 88 years old, took me under his wing and kindly entered my life as a godly influence and mentor. One of the things he did for me was he gave me a subscription to Israel My Glory magazine, a publication put out by an organization called the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. Now, at this time, I was familiar with the Friends of Israel because representatives of the ministry, Pat and Ruth Neff, visited our church regularly. So I knew they were a solid organization with a heart for Israel. But as I read each issue of the magazine, I found that I was beginning to develop a heart for Israel myself. I found that I was more and more interested in learning about God's unique relationship with the Jewish nation. Well, in 2011, I did something that would change my life. I entered an essay contest. The Friends of Israel was hosting this contest called the Go Israel Essay Contest, and I had seen it advertised in the magazine. In 650 words or less, young adults were invited to write an essay about why they love Israel and the Jewish people. I enjoyed writing, so I thought I would try my hand at a submission. The only problem was that I didn't know any Jewish people. But I had been reading my Bible for several years, and I knew the Jewish people of the scriptures and how I had been personally blessed through them. So I wrote an essay, and this is what I wrote. Israel and the Jewish people have been on the receiving end of the world's oppression for thousands of years. From conspiracy theories to the theological terror of replacement theology, it remains popular in today's politically correct environment to blame the Jews for societal ills and to amend the promises God made to them. So given the great disdain much of the world and sadly much of the church has for them, why do I love Israel and the Jewish people? The better question is, How could I not love them? I love Israel and the Jewish people because of the great contributions they have made to nearly every area of our culture. Einstein and the atom bomb to science. Kissinger's diplomacy to American government. Jonas Salk's polio vaccine to modern medicine. Alan Greenspan to economics. Rodgers and Hammerstein to classical music. These Jewish people and many others like them have become household names and we will forever be indebted to them for their contributions to society. I love Israel and the Jewish people because of the great spiritual blessings they have made available to a Gentile like me. From the opening phrase of Genesis to the final Amen of the book of Revelation, 
Every God-breathed word of Scripture was penned by Jewish men, save for Dr. Luke. Never has a book united, divided, broken, nor healed as the Word of God has. It was also from the seed of David that the hope of salvation came in the form of a tiny Jewish baby over 2,000 years ago, when God became man, dying for the sin of all mankind. And although I was not yet born, I rejoice over that momentous spring day in 1948 when God's promise to bring the Jewish people back into the land of Israel was fulfilled. Surrounded by hostile neighbors, attacked by far greater enemies, Israel's very existence is a testimony to the watching world of God's faithfulness to his people. But above all else, I love Israel and the Jewish people because the Lord God of Israel loves them. It's astonishing to think that many of those who claim to be believers in the Lord Jesus Christ have adopted the unsound idea that the church has replaced Israel as the apple of God's eye. To accept this view is to deny vast portions of Scripture and to challenge the holy character of God. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips, says the Lord. I will not lie to David. His seed shall endure forever. What love the Lord has for Israel. Despite their waywardness, their idolatry, and their lack of faith throughout their existence, God remains and remains faithful to them. What better reason to love the Jewish people and their nation than that the Lord of all creation, the maker of you and me and every person that has ever existed, loves them. The finite mind of man can scarcely comprehend the enigma named Israel. Persecuted and scorned throughout the ages, the Jewish people live on and prosper. From their contributions to nearly every area of society, to the spiritual heritage of the Word of God and the Messiah Jesus, Israel has truly been a blessing to the families of the earth, and I love them for it. But most of all, I love Israel because my God loves Israel. My mind does not fully comprehend the depth of his love for them, but I know that as a child of his, I am called to love them as well. And that is why I love Israel and the Jewish people. A few months after submitting that essay, I received word that I had won first place. The prize? An all-expense-paid trip to Israel with a team of young adults. That trip changed the course of my life. Not only did our team tour the land, as great as that is, we volunteered at a hospital. There, while working in an office, doing filing and other small tasks, I got to know Israelis personally. They shared with me their beliefs and opinions, showed me pictures of their loved ones, and told me what it was like living in the land God had promised their people, a land so often torn apart by war and hostility. When I returned to the United States, I had transformed from a pro-Israel person to an ardent Zionist, one who believes that the Jewish people have an historic, legal, moral, and yes, God-given right to live in the land of their ancestors. Local churches and civic groups began asking me to meet with them and to share about my experiences in Israel, and I discovered something. I loved talking about Israel. So in the months that followed, I began asking the Lord what he wanted me to do with my life in light of the trip he had just taken me on. I didn't believe that those 30 days in Israel were simply so that I could cross them off my bucket list. They were about something much more. The next year, I applied to serve full-time with the Friends of Israel. I was green, and the Friends of Israel knew it. 
so they sent me to Las Vegas, Nevada for what was to be a nine-month internship. During that time, I and five other young adults learned more about the culture and history of the Jewish people and of the nation of Israel. I became friends with Holocaust survivors who shared their stories of horror and triumph. I met Jewish people from all walks of life, poor and wealthy, prominent leaders and elderly shut-ins, and my heart was knit to all of them. In 2015, I came on staff with the Friends of Israel full-time, living and serving in Las Vegas. And I can honestly say that I love my work and feel it is vitally important. Whenever I have the opportunity to talk to a group of people about Israel, I take them to the 31st chapter of the prophet Jeremiah in the Tanakh, or Old Testament. Verses 31 through 37 of that chapter say this, Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant which I made with their fathers in the day I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, although I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant which I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and on their heart I will write it. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. They will not teach again each man his neighbor and each man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for light by day, and the fixed order of the moon and the stars for light by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If this fixed order departs from before me, declares the Lord, then the offspring of Israel also will cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus says the Lord, If the heavens above can be measured, and the foundations of the earth searched out below, then I will also cast off all the offspring of Israel for all that they have done, declares the Lord. God has not promised ease to the Jewish people. In fact, he told them that wherever he scattered them throughout the world, they would be persecuted by Gentiles. But God did promise to never leave them nor forsake them. He promised them a future and a hope. One of the most clear messages in the scriptures is that of God's unending love for his chosen people Israel. And as one who has been graciously brought into God's family by faith in the Messiah, I am incredibly indebted to the Jewish people and wish to reflect that unending love for Israel in my own life. And I hope you do too. I want to invite you to continue listening to the Gesher Podcast. Subscribe if you haven't already, because this season, beginning September 1st, we are going to feature some very interesting conversations with members of the evangelical community and the Jewish community talking about the important issues to both of those communities. And I hope you'll tune in and listen to those in the future. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share my story with you today. I hope that you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to support Israel as well. Until next time, my friends, God bless you and shalom.